Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday, it is February 6th, it's 2020. We have five basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Blender, Jordan Cooper. How are you doing, my friend? Good. Uh, uh, the trade deadline is over. We're not going to have a, a slate where like, we have to worry about people like not appearing on the bench, right? I mean, it's, it's over at this point. Yeah, we'll see. They have all those, like, it's like baseball. They have those, like, waiver moves, and I don't know. But I don't think we see anything crazy anymore. Well, that's good, because this past slate was just, uh, you know, you weren't by your computer even after lock, like, switching guys up, and who's going to be on the Miami bench, and who's not going to be on the team anymore. The Golden State guys are sitting out. So, uh, I mean, it prepares you for uh, – the last month of NBA season when that happens like every single day. But, uh, but I'm looking forward to the all-star. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the all-star break too, just because NASCAR starts. So, um, you know, it starts, it kicks off this weekend and there's five races next week. So, um, I'm, I'm ready for the all-star break just because we're going to be doing a lot of NASCAR stuff here at Rotor Grinders. So, um, I wasn't going to even get into that, but we did announce today that if you are playing NASCAR this weekend for the Clash, the Bush Class, make sure you're checking out. We have a $9.99 weekly package, and we have the Early Bird Special for $2.99. It's going to go up to $3.50 um, after the Daytona 500. So take advantage of it now. Uh, let's jump into this one. We got five games 7 30 start here today which i like these 7 30 starts um i usually like these like five six seven eight game slates too but this one is really going to be kind of news driven a little bit um orlando at new york no total in this game it's a back-to-back for orlando i would assume dj augustine still going to be out um he's not expected back until after the all-star break jonathan isaac he's still going to be out uh, Birch is dealing with a little bit of an injury as well, um, but he's expected, you know, to play. You know, so we'll have to kind of see how that plays out. But uh, it is a back-to-back, so we'll have to kind of watch that. And on the Knicks side of things, um, R.J. Barrett is upgraded to questionable. Dotson is questionable, and Trier is doubtful. Um, let's start here with the Orlando Magic. Anything standing out to you for the Magic? I mean, I think you could play any of these guys for a ceiling at GPP. But I mean, Booch at eighty-two hundred on DraftKings. I think is efficiently priced. I mean, I, I'd, I'd like to play guys against the Knicks. Fournier, 5,600. He's going to be a bit shooting dependent. But, like, nothing dramatically stands out to me. Gordon could always put up a ceiling game. But uh, th- there's nothing really here that I'm, 
I'm, I'm really, that's really enticing to me that I have to have in my lineup. Yeah, I don't have to have Aaron Gordon, but he has been playing really well recently. Um, I watched a lot of the Magic game against Boston, being a Magic fan. Um, I think Aaron Gordon has some upside, you know, Fournier always has a ceiling. I just hate shooters on back-to-backs. I talk about this all the time. Um, but, yeah, nothing really, like, popping. Like, got to have, you know, for the Orlando Magic for me. I will say that Michael Carter-Williams has been getting really strong um, second-unit minutes um, off the bench here um, with DJ Augustine out and him playing, you know. So, just kind of have to kind of watch this one. I wish he was a little bit cheaper. If he was like 3,400 on this five game slate, I think you could make an argument for him. He's still cheap enough that if you're playing large field tournaments, he's a guy that I would potentially have in my player pool, depending on how some of these injuries fall throughout the industry. Um, let's talk the Knicks side of things here. You know, obviously a lot on the Knicks side is going to be determined on RJ Barrett if he plays or not. Yeah, but it also matters on whether or not he's going to be on a minutes limit of some type. Because at 5,000, I don't mind playing him if he's going to play 30 minutes. But if not, then not all that appealing. Uh, I mean, Payton's priced up at 7,300 on DraftKings. Marcus Morris, who apparently what people were asking about around the league, and I don't know why, uh, 6,400. I mean, the Magic are not a good matchup. They're a slow team that play well defensively. So Mitchell Robinson at 4,600? I mean, you could always... Always get five blocks and three steals or something. And Randall has a ceiling, obviously, at 8,300. But do I want to pay this price against the Magic? So, well, it's I, – I could target some of these players. It's these, these, This is one of the games where everyone's priced pretty efficiently and anyone could have a lucky game, but nothing that I'm targeting. I think most of my lineups are when 730 lock hits – uh, I'm going to have an empty lineup. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of with you. You know, I, I think, like I said, if Barrett sits, I think you can make an argument for Elf, but the price is just so high. It's just more of, you know, can do you want to play, like, the revenge narrative type of game on a five-game slate? Um I probably don't, but I could see why people would. And his usage has been really high here recently. Like, you know, triple-double last time out against Cleveland. You know, obviously much different matchup, Cleveland and Orlando. Um, But, like, I I wouldn't hate, like, if I'm playing large field tournaments, I wouldn't hate, like, taking a shot on him. Um, Outside of that, I got nothing else here. Um, Well, I I also think that this is one of these slates that unless there's, like, you know, significant news that there may not be screaming value. It may it may be one of these slates where Michael Carter Williams ends up being thirty two percent owned or something. I mean, it's one of these these four K type guys, and uh, I think it makes for great for GPPs because you know the value is going to be suspect. It's going to condense in certain places based on industry talk and projection models that if everyone is more or less efficiently priced on five game slate, it's a perfect time to just go contrarian because if the prices are not going to be that dramatically different point for dollar wise, you might as well just play the lower own guy. Take a shot. 
Um, all right. We got New Orleans at Chicago, 231.5 total here. Um, Pelicans favored by 3.5 in this game. Darius Miller still out. Kendrick Williams out. Zion Williamson is questionable um, and on the Chicago side. Wendell Carter Jr. is out. Chris Dunn is out. Gafford is doubtful. Marketing is out. Porter is out. And Valentine is doubtful. Um, <laughs> it's the, right, it's the Bulls injury report. They just put everyone on it every day. Every day. But today there's a lot of, um, a lot of question marks, a lot of doubtful guys. So um, let's start here with New Orleans. It sounds like Zion is going to play. Um, but I don't think that, like, if this – toe thing like is bothering him at all they're not gonna they're not gonna push him right well i mean it's a great matchup against the bulls i mean i'd want to play him 7700 if they're gonna play him 30 plus minutes i mean we've seen with the uh, favors like traditionally it'd be like yeah the center against the bulls 5000 given to me but he's only been playing only 24 minutes they've been playing zion at the five a lot and it's not like they have to go big against the bulls so, like, I would want to target the front court. So, maybe it's someone like Brandon Ingram. You play him for a ceiling. I think you can play any of these guys for a ceiling. But, like I've said before, I I think they're fairly efficiently priced. And feel free to choose which one it's going to be because I don't think you can play two of them together. Between Zion, Ingram, Holiday, Ball, I mean, any of them could put up 50 points. So, I, I think in GPP, it's, type of, it's the type of thing where I'm grouping out and only playing one of these guys, but whichever one you choose, I mean, good luck guessing which one it is. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree with that. You know, just trying to figure out which one is the guy you want. Um, you know, for me, like, you know, Josh Hart has been a guy that's been playing really well recently, and he's doing it without scoring. He's kind of filling up the stat sheet here recently. Um off the bench too. And you know me, I'm team bench. I love bench guys that get the job done. So Josh Hart is a guy, depending on how this, how a lot of the value um, just goes today. I think Josh Hart is obviously a guy that we're going to be looking at. Um, you know, Lonzo ball, it's not the greatest matchup, but I, I do think that, you know, with all these injuries, Chicago is going to be rolling out these guys a little bit extra minutes. So, I don't hate Lonzo here, but yeah, like I don't really love the Pelicans in this game outside of these big three. And like you said, I, I probably won't be playing them too much together. Yeah, I mean, I we I mean, we're gonna say this about every every game. I mean, yeah, this not my pricing. favorite slate, <laughs> right? I mean, it's a five game slate. You're gonna have to play someone. I'm actually more more interested in the Chicago side of this game than anything else. Yeah, well, I think Chicago is going to be the team that we're going to get a ton of value from. Um, so let's go over to the Chicago side with all these guys out um, and the, some of these guys doubtful. We're just playing bodies here. Um, Chicago's not going to have a ton of guys. Like Zach Levine in this game, if this game stays close, he's going to play like 40 minutes. Um, he has a, a tremendous ceiling here. Um, Thaddeus Young, he's going to play a ton of minutes in this game just because they need bodies. Um, Sanarinsky, these guys, like, you know, Kobe White might be the best value play on the slate uh, because he's going to have to play 25 to 30 minutes against New Orleans at 3,800. Right. I mean, the main thing is here with Dunn out, that's 28 to 30 minutes out of the rotation. And it's going to go to guys like White. It's going to go to guys like Chandler Hutchinson. 
4,300 on DraftKings. I mean, he's listed as questionable, but he's, I think he's probable. He's play. supposed to play, yeah. Right. Sadoransky may get a couple extra minutes. So, like, I mean, it's not like I like playing Bulls, but on the context of this slate, I mean, what are the four, 4K level guys are you really going to be playing? And it's a, it's a pace-up spot against the Pelicans. So, uh, you know, I think people are going to reach for the, the, the cheaper guys, but that may even make Zach Levine even better of a GPP play on a five-game slate because if even more of the responsibility on the offense is going to go to him, like people are not going to play. I mean, if, if you're playing Sadoransky or Hutchinson or White or something, you're probably not playing Levine with them. So it's more likely that Levine goes lower owned with everyone kind of maybe gravitating to the suspect bulls value that will be chalky, at least as of right now. Yeah, news comes around and you never know. Everything gets thrown in the air. But right now, I think projection models are going to bump up some of these cheaper bulls guys. I have a hard time. Like I'm on salary tags on premium today. And I, I know I can already tell you that there's a good chance I'm going to be tagging you know, multiple bulls on this slate, you know, for value. So obviously, like you said, you know, things can change. Um, but I, I think, I, I think we're going to be playing two to three Chicago bulls today. And that, that never sounds fun, but it no, is. No, it doesn't. I, maybe I take off. <laughs> <laughs> so that, but like, you know, a, a guy like Archie, who's 3,100 that nobody's probably going to play here. Like, he's another guy you could, you know, throw into the mix that could play, you know, 10 extra minutes. Will they give uh, Shaq Harrison some time? Uh, he, hasn't uh, would... play, he hasn't played in a couple – he played four minutes the last game. Maybe it's Shaq Harrison day. Yeah, I think it's Archie day, but I could be wrong. But I think it's the Bulls. We all could be wrong. Yeah. I think it's anybody that's a body that can play. Um <laughs> You can play today. You're in. How many minutes can you play? <laughs> um, all right, moving on. We got Philly at Milwaukee. 227 total here. Milwaukee favored by nine. Josh Richardson is still out. Embiid is supposed to play, um, you know, in this game. So, um, And then on the Milwaukee side, everybody's good to go. Uh, let's start here with Philly. Uh, what do we like here for the 76ers? I think this game is going to be very, like, real life basketball like you'd want to watch it but i mean obviously milwaukee plays at a fast pace but they're also the number one defensive team in the league philadelphia is like one of the another defensive team i mean it's just a matter of like taking a shot on any of these guys you could take a shot on Embiid, simmons harris horford uh shake milton even i mean i think uh i mean if you just were to analyze just the basketball element of it uh, I'd be more inclined to take outside shooters against the Bucks. So guys like Harris, definitely not Simmons, uh, but I think like Harris, maybe or Milton Tybal, Corkman's maybe off the bench or something, <laughs> something like that. Because you, I hear mean, the, you hear the hesitation in your voice. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, uh, but, but we need value on this slate. I have no idea. It's just that uh, Milwaukee doesn't really give. I mean, they don't give up much points in the paint. And they don't give up many rebounds. So, like, how much of a ceiling does do guys like Embiid, Simmons, Horford have? I think I'm more inclined to just go for go for the the outside shooters. It's not like I even want to play these guys against Milwaukee at these prices. But I mean, Toby Harris, 6,600. I mean, we've seen him put up 50 points, so that that ain't bad for that price. 
I, I think the guy I end up playing here is Embiid. Um, you know, when you're looking overall on the slate, like, you know, you have Whiteside, you have Vooch, you have Zion, like you have some center plays, but I, I think Embiid is a guy that, you know, just I, I have a hard time not playing Embiid in this spot. But it's just more of he's ninety one hundred going against Milwaukee and Milwaukee has always kind of struggled against big men with Brooke Lopez as their center. So, like, I, I think that Embiid has a really high ceiling in this game. Uh, put up 55 fantasy points in the first meeting against this team earlier this season. So, I don't mind Embiid. And I don't think I'd play Ben Simmons and Embiid together. I, I think they just kind of limit each other's ceilings. But I wouldn't mind having a group where if I'm rolling, rolling out 150 teams that I play zero to one of those guys. No, no, I agree with you. I mean, I, I, I'd be interested in playing one of these Sixers, but probably not two together. <laughs> um, Milwaukee side of things, you know, Giannis is always a guy that's in play. You're going to have to decide, like, do you think he's going to play over 30 minutes if you think this game's going to stay close, which game should stay remotely close. Um, but, you you know, we haven't talked about it. We have, you know, Lillard. We have Harden potentially with no Westbrook. We have LeBron. We have Anthony Davis. Like, we have a ton of studs on the slate. That's why it's interesting to see how this value is going to open up. Right. And, I mean, Philadelphia, I mean, the way that they built their team was to beat the Bucks. So, looking at this, I mean, I think a good GPP swerve would be, instead of playing Giannis, you play, like, Middleton or Bledsoe or Wes Matthews or Dante DiVincenzo, one of the cheaper guys. Because, I mean, I mean, the, the – the impossibility of the slate is that the biggest news that we need to get is for the 1030 game. <laughs> right. I mean, we, I yep. mean, I think maybe we'll know by, by five thirty Eastern, if Westbrook is going to sit or not, but I mean, Westbrook doesn't sit. I mean, it's not like you can't play hard in any way, but I think I'd, I'd, I'd like to leave myself optionality. I mean, the most appealing games in the slate, I actually, we'll get to the next game, San Antonio, Portland. I, I almost think that's, that may be the premier game on the slate from a fantasy perspective. So, like, do I want to take the slots up with the Bucks 76ers? It's probably not a game that I'll stack, but I could see playing one uh, one of these guys. But can I tell you which one it is? No, because they're pretty much all efficiently priced. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm playing Giannis. Middleton's a guy that like if he gets hot, he he just he can have big games. He's been shooting the ball really well here recently. He's gone over forty fantasy points in five of the last six games. Raw points are going to matter on a five game slate. You don't have to have like eight x, nine x, you know, stuff like that. So I, I think a guy like Middleton's definitely in play. Um, you know, George Hill's supposed to be back. I just don't think that like he's a guy that I would end up playing over some of these other guys that we talked about. So. I don't mind Giannis. I like Middleton. I don't mind Bledsoe. Um, and then I don't mind the defense call, uh, but it's just his minutes are all over the place. But he's a guy that could get there in this spot. So, um, All right, moving on. We got San Antonio at Portland. 231 total here. Portland favored by three in this game. You know, really, Nurkic, Hood, Labassier, Collins um, are out as always, and Little is out as well um, for Portland. 
let's start here with San Antonio. What are we looking at here for the Spurs? Is is Lamarcus Aldridge dust? Is he dust? Oh, that was, was so brutal the other night. <laughs> yeah, he was sixty two hundred. He still put up like fourteen fantasy points. What's up with that? But I mean, uh, Portland like is horrible defensively. So like, I don't mind playing any of these. I mean, I can play DeRozan for a ceiling at seventy nine hundred. Aldridge at sixty five hundred. You take a shot with Deontay Murray and hope he plays the minutes at fifty one hundred. You can even take a shot with guys like White and Forbes and Mills. You don't put them all in the same lineup, right? Lonnie Walker. I don't know. Do something like that. But I mean, I th- I think the the Spurs are priced down for a total that's two thirty plus, and uh, I could I could definitely see one or two of these guys hitting a seven x score in this matchup. Yeah, um, I'm going right back to the well on the Marcus Aldridge. He burned me so bad the other night, but. He looked gas. I don't know if you watched the game, but he looked gas in that game. Um, you know, this is one of those situations where, you know, you have to worry about it being a three-on-four. Um, and, and, like, obviously that's something that is concerning. But, you know, for me, I'm just – I'm 6,500 against Portland. Um, you know, I just – I have a hard time not playing LaMarcus Aldridge against Car- Carmelo <laughs> Anthony. Like um, – Unless, like, man, I really hope they start Podal with LaMarcus here and let Podal kind of play against Whiteside and, and you know, let LaMarcus play against Melo. That would be fantastic. If that, um, if that happens, is Podal in play at 3,700? Um, I would think he's in play. but Or Trey Lyles, but you wouldn't even know what the news is until, I mean, you're not going to get the starting lineup. For like yeah, they could use Lyles, Two and a half hours too. at the lock. Yeah. Um... I don't know. Outside of that, though, like I agree with you on DeRozan. I think he's very much in play here. DeJounte Murray's minutes are kind of all over the place still. Um, I, he's just not a guy that I'm going to play on a slate like this. I'd rather take like a shot on like a Forbes or a Mills or somebody. Probably wouldn't play those guys together. But just taking a like a random shot on one of those guys instead of a guy that's kind of capped at 25 minutes and a little bit more expensive. So, um. On the Portland side of things, you know, Lillard, I played him a ton the other night against Denver, took 23 shots, had a terrible shooting night. That whole game, Portland just played terrible that whole game. I don't mind going right back to the well on Damian Lillard after he kind of burned people the other night. Okay, I'll have zero of them. That's fine. 10,000, get out of here. We have a large enough sample size to know that he's not a 10K player. I have no problem playing C.J. McCollum at 6,700. I have no problem playing Mello at 5,700. Because, hey, LaMarcus Aldridge and Carmelo, like, it's, it's – Aldridge is not a good defender anymore. So, like, it's, it's still – Mello has a good matchup also. I'd rather take a shot in a Reezer, Trent Jr. I'm not paying 10K for Lillard. He's an $8,400 player on DraftKings. That's about it. In a, in a decent matchup, maybe, maybe 9,000. But – Yes, he's on a run, and I mean, the last game he didn't do it, but, you know, I'm just hoping recency bias keeps people on him for 10K. Like, I'll play Whiteside at 8,000. I have no problem with that. I, I, hey, if it burns me, it burns me. On a, on a slate with, like, no value, why am I paying a premium for Lillard? I'll, 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 I, I'm not even entertaining the notion of playing. <laughs> Famous last words. Um. <laughs> hey, if he beats me, fine, but he'll beat me at 10K. Go That's have fun. have fun. Try to try to get sixty five points and beat me. Go go for it. 
<laughs> he's gonna put up 75 now okay uh, then i lose so what's wrong with that that's why we you play might still time. not lose though at his price depending on what happens oh so. no it's a five game slate if he puts up 75 i am i'm not winning a gpp with without lillard in it i was trying to help you out but you're probably right you don't have um, to help me out i know i'm gonna lose if he put hey if he starts shooting shots by, by before the half court line and I see that three of them are going, I just close my laptop at that point. Okay, don't even wait. Don't even wait for the Rockets-Lakers game. Um, <laughs> I, I like, uh, if you're not playing Lillard, I do like um, McCollum, Whiteside, and Mello. Again, I don't hate Trevor Reza here. Um, they got blown out the other night against Denver. They kind of blew out Utah the game before that. But Reza's going to play minutes, um, you know, especially with Little out here. So Trevor Reza at 4,300, I think he's one of the safer value plays on this slate. Um, and that's so weird to say. But another guy that if you're playing large field tournaments, you could take a sp- shot on Swagman um, if, if with little outs, um, assuming that all these other guys stay out for Portland. They don't have their injury report submitted the night before. This could be a spot that you know, like Swagman plays 20 minutes at 3,300, and he – could easily average a fantasy point per minute in this matchup. Sure, but I mean, if he's going to be chalky, this, this is the type of slate. If you find some of these guys that are going to come in at 20, 25% ownership, just like with Deontay Murray on the other side, like with Murray's minutes all, all in flux, if he turns out to be chalky, play the other guys. But if he turns out to be not chalky, then play him. So I, that's how I'm viewing a lot of this, this suspect value because there is none. Like we, we've already gone through four games and outside of like, Kobe White, I mean, we're talking about bulls off the bench as, like, the best value plays. So, you know, feel free to not go with the herd and play play, play whatever you want. Play a reason instead. Play Trent Jr. Who knows? I mean, we're, the, the range of outcomes between these this level player is going to be so wide, you might as well not be on the chalk, especially in GPP. All right, uh, to finish this off here, we got Houston at L.A. taking on the Lakers. No total in this game, and a lot of that has to do with Russell Westbrook being questionable. Um, assuming that these guys that Houston traded for, and guys, I mean Covington, uh, won't be available in this game. They are going to be available. They will be available? I just saw, I just saw a tweet. Uh, verified, with deal done, Robert Covington and Jordan Bell expected to be with Rockets and available to play tomorrow, source said. All right, but they're not, not even in the player, player pool. So right, can't even matter. play him. You can play um, Clint Capella and just hope you get the, the Hawks points from the next game. <laughs> um, let's start here with Houston. If Westbrook doesn't play, like, it's just it's two to three Houston players again. Well, I mean, they priced them up on DraftKings. So, I mean – I mean, they're not like slam dunks or anything like that. But remember, if Covington's going to play, he's going to take minutes away from guys like House. Guys like, I mean, Tuck, Tucker, they priced up to 6,200. But, I mean, he is the de facto center now. He's going to be up against against JaVale McGee, Anthony Davis, and 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 Dwight Howard. I, uh, okay, I guess so. I guess if we could handle Gobert, he's fine. But I mean, I'd be if Westbrook's out, I'd be more just in guys like Gordon or Macklemore, Rivers, those types of players. But I mean, they priced them up a little bit also, and the Lakers have a good defense. I mean, they're one of the best defensive teams in the league. So to me, if Westbrook's in, like I may not have a single Rocket player because I mean, Covington is going to take up minutes, and if Westbrook's out, I may be hard in a twelve-four and 
maybe maybe one of the cheaper guys, but I mean, just like I've been saying the whole slate, like I don't like anything on this. I don't I don't, I don't like any play. There's no plays that I like, you know, other than not playing Lillard. There's no there's no plays that I that I, that I'm comfortable with, which makes yeah. for great GPPs. But you're just not going to be confident in any lineup you make. A lot of that could change throughout the day too. Um, you know, so make sure you're paying attention to premium discord because a lot of that can change. I think if Covington plays and Westbrook sits, I think Macklemore is the guy that takes the hit. Um, I don't think it's going to be Daniel house for what it's worth, but I could be wrong. Um, you know, man, I have a tough time not still liking these guys. If Westbrook doesn't play, but yeah, but you played Daniel house at 6,000. Easy. You click the little green button. Oh, I don't want to do that. I, I, <laughs> Play whoever you want. Yeah, I mean, you can. Sure. I mean, I know you can. But also realize you're going to have to build these lineups. You may not know if Westbrook's out. So if Westbrook's in, do you want to pay 6000 for a house if Westbrook is in? Nope. No. So you're going to be ending up switching over. What, what other players are you going to be going over and playing, you know, leaving money on them playing Kyle Kuzma or something, right? <laughs> Hopefully we get the Westbrook world. news early in the day. Well, who says we are? I'm just going from the opinion that uh, maybe maybe we don't get it. So plan accordingly. Yo, yeah, I agree on that aspect. Um, on the Lakers side of things, like, you know, you could play LeBron. You could play Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis could have 25 rebounds in this game. All of the – all the, anyone anyone over six foot six could have 25 rebounds this game. <laughs> like, right? I mean, the, the Rockets – I mean, in the last – in the game that they played – the Elias Bureau said it was the shortest uh, a team has played <laughs> since 1963. Okay? <laughs> to put things into perspective. So yeah, that's so crazy. So like why wouldn't why wouldn't I want to play I mean, I could play Howard, I could play McGee, but I mean Davis under 10 I'd rather play Davis at 9700 than Dame at 10,000. So I prioritize right. Anthony Davis. I'd rather play LeBron James at 104. I think the matchup against the Rockets is better. So, I mean, I don't even need a Houston guy. I mean, I could just play – I could play both of them even on this slate. Well, maybe not because if you put both of them in, that means you're going to be playing like the entire Bulls bench, and that's not going to go well for you. But, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, you can if you want to take a shot on Rondo, Danny Green, KCP. I mean, you can. But, I mean, typically with the Lakers, it's LeBron, it's AD, and then it's – yeah. It's a it's a good KCP spot, so who knows? Um on paper anyway. All right. Let's play the morning grind game and then we're gonna get out of here. Um give me your favorite play under five K to seven X. Under five oh, on this slate? Oh yeah. boy. <laughs> oh, look at these choices. Under 5K, can, can, can I punt? Can I just say no one? Uh, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Chandler Hutchinson. What was the odds that both of us were going to take a Bulls guy? It had Probably to be pretty high, high right? I'm going to go with Kobe White. Um, over 8K to go under 5X, who's your bust today? Lillard. That's easy. <laughs> Oh, man. Rest in peace, Blender's money today. 
Um, I'm going to go with Ben Simmons. I could see Simmons getting there, but I also feel like he has a low probability or lowest of the group in this range today. Um, favorite 6X play, who do you got? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet on the minutes. Deontay Murray. Oh, man, I really want to take Lillard here. <laughs> really? You're going to take that high price of a player for this question? Uh, no, I'm going to – I was just saying, like, just to just to mess with you, I wanted to take Lillard. Um, there's somebody that I really like today. Oh, LaMarcus Aldridge, LMA. Yeah, you, you, oh. you, you, your money may be bye-bye. Yeah, well, it was the other night, that's for sure. Um, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? The weird one. What would be – I mean, weird on this slate would be someone that <laughs> – what would be weird? Jeez. Uh, How many minutes have, has Lonnie Walker been getting? <laughs> Not all that many. Uh, yeah, g- give me Lonnie Walker. That's weird. Is that weird enough? Yeah, that's weird enough. Um, I'm going to go with Swagman. Swanigan. Swan Swagman, man. Swagman. Okay. I know I know what his name is. I, <laughs> I guess his name's just better when it's Swagman. <laughs> there are guys at the bottom of this pool I've never heard of. Uh, those are the guys that are gonna go off on this slate, uh, if you haven't been paying attention. Who's uh, Horton Tucker? Who who's plays for the Lakers? Horton Tucker? Uh, that's an interesting one. Uh, game selection question. What's standing out to you? Cash games, tournaments, anything that's standing out to you today? Uh, well, if I'm not playing Lillard, probably I'm going to be in the bottom of GPPs, potentially. Let's see. What 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 game selection question could I possibly give? I'm looking at my current slate. Okay, I'm, I'm doing pretty, pretty well. Uh, one suggestion. I always, I, always give a, I always give a tip instead of like a selection. Uh, if you're going to play uh, lower field, like smaller field GPPs, like that that forty dollar single entry that I know Stevie likes a lot, uh, which typically is around twelve hundred entries. Instead of if you're an MME player, for instance, if you're building a lot of lineups, this is what I typically do. That's why some people look at my forty dollar single entry lineup and go, "Wow, you got pretty weird." Uh, the reason why I tend to go weird in those single entry contest is because the ownership gets much more condensed. Most people will basically make a cash type lineup and then pivot like in one or two spots. Me, what I tend to do is that if I'm building, let's say 75 lineups for today, which they could be in multiple content. I mean, some for the 20 max, some for the big $15 GPP. What I typically do is the, the entry that goes in, to that $40 single entry or the $12 single entry is essentially my highest projected GPP lineup that I make in my build. And because I'm building all my lineups for leverage with, you know, so it doesn't have a certain ownership, like it's not going to be a, it's going to be a chalkier lineup, but it's not going to be one of those, you know, chalk and then some pivots. It it may have a 4% owned guy. It may have two, 8% 8% owned guys. And if you get one of them right and they go off, you could potentially win you could win a 1200 person tournament just with that and everyone getting just value in general. So if you are a multi-entry player and you want to and, and unless you're hand building, 
I'm just saying what I tend to do, and maybe you should try it out a little bit more. There you go. Um, I typically, in the $40 single entry, will run an optimal lineup and switch one or two things. So say, that's exactly, I'm taking advantage. I'm not saying that you're doing anything wrong, nope. but so many people do that, so I'll take advantage. There you go. Um, I think this is an excellent slate to check out tiers. So when I was looking at this slate ahead of time, there is a $3 three-entry max tiers contest over there on DraftKings today. It pays out 22%. Top 10 is getting 32%. Somebody is going to potentially turn $3 into 500 bucks, which doesn't sound like a ton, but if you're a small bankroll player, that's a nice little bump. Maybe you're not liking what you're seeing value-wise today. There's What I really like about the tiers contest today, um, that tier six is wide open and could really change on injury news. And I could see Thaddeus Young being like ultra chalk on, in that tier. So I think tier contests today um, are a ton of fun if you want to be different. Uh, so check out that $3 three entry max tiers contest over there on DraftKings. Um, if you're not liking what you're seeing when you're building your salary cap lineups today, because like even tier one, you're deciding if you're playing Harden, Giannis, LeBron or Lillard. And like that could be the difference maker in itself. So check them out. Um, I, I do this. As a, I do think this is a great slate to check it out. So um, what's your favorite over under today or against the spread? Uh, over under. I since I don't even check out what the spreads and totals are, let's see what type of weird player prop. Uh, let's see. Uh, who will have? Okay, who? Okay, let, let's make this interesting. Who will have more? Okay. We'll have the least Ben Simmons mid-range shots or PJ Tucker rebounds against the Lakers front court or Simmons against the Bucks. I'll go Simmons. Have less mid-range. Yep. You can't count layups. You can't count the layups and through the lane. Just mid-range. I mean, obviously, it's not three pointers because he's he's not shooting. I'll go Simmons. Okay. Um, all right. I got, I got sharp side open and I've gotten my lock bet the last two days. We took Cleveland, um, plus 11 and a half yesterday. That total ended up getting, uh, the spread ended up getting to Cleveland plus 13 and a half. So if you waited, it didn't matter because either way it hit, um, Cleveland stayed close in that game. So I'm going to go with the over in the San Antonio Portland game today at 231 and a half, um, or 231. It's currently at 231. So I'm going to take the over in that game as my lock bet today, try to get it to three in a row here. Um, and, yeah, it's going to wrap us up. Blender, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nope. I'm always in the Discord, premium members. If you, you know this is a free podcast, but if you sign up for Roto-Grinders Premium, rotogrinders.com slash premium, uh, we're, uh, we're always uh, talking strategy and then, uh, then tilting our faces off for four or five hours uh, when, uh, when Andrew Wiggins can't make a shot. <laughs> Yeah, Discord is so hard to keep up with once the games start. I like Discord throughout the day. Um, I'll use it throughout the day. Got the NASCAR chat set up uh, today, so um, that's ready to go. But, yeah, I like Discord until the games start. And I can't, I right, can't once the games start, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's, like, uh, it's like the Normandy invade. The people are dropping. People is the worst thing in the world, right? Is this guy dead? I mean, P.J. Tucker the other night had like zero points. 
through seven minutes and people are, are signing over their wills and their, their <laughs> coffins and everything. Then he comes back and he does fine. So, I mean, but that's, that's, if you're used to that, I'm used to that. I'm used to everything's dead or everything's, oh, no, whatever, no cat, Drummond. And then he ends with like 37 points. And then it's like, well, what happened to that? But it's fun. So join us. All right, that's going to wrap it up. I hope everyone has an awesome Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more hoops. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.